Welcome everyone to 10 Bestest. I'm Karen McFarlane Holman. And I'm Brian Hart. And we have a fabulous episode today. Yes, I can we feel do. it. I don't know what you're going to be talking about, but I know it's going to be good. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a good one. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. And I know mine's good, and I'm going to show it to you right now. All right. Michael Shee is a musical artist called Between Music. Between Music is a musical performance group from Denmark. They create unique performance concerts in a hybrid of music, live performance, visual arts, architecture, and new technology. And they are all about interdisciplinary collaboration between artists and scientists and craftsmen to explore and create incredible, incredible audio and visual experiences. My favorite example of Between Music's work is called Aquasonic. This is an underwater performance that combines music with the performing arts, technology as they do. But get this, the five musicians and singers use specially designed underwater instruments and they are each performing submerged inside their own human-sized aquarium. The instruments that they use had to be uniquely created because many instruments rely on the movement and vibrations of air. And so with everything now being in water, they had to either change the instrument and what it was made of, or they had to make up a whole new unconventional instrument to get the sounds that they wanted. Visually, also, it is gorgeous. The videography captures them inside their dark, glowing aquatic chambers. And the audio is unlike anything I have heard. Between the Music creates these compositions that are really eerie. They're melodic though and powerfully resonant. So if you can imagine being submerged underwater, kind of like those sounds that you get when you hear whales or dolphins or something like that, but instead it's in the context of these really highly, exceptionally professional musicians and what they are able to create is unlike anything I've ever seen. I cannot wait to see them live between music. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> yeah. This sounds so stinking cool. I know. <laughs> I, whoa. So I would say I can't believe I haven't heard of them, but there's, you know, there's so much out there. Bands so much that, out there. Um, holy cow, this yeah. sounds amazing. And the way I found them was so cool. I was talking to a biologist who does a lot of stuff and soon is going to be doing some things with putting microphones way deep on the bottom of the ocean. Oh, and wow. she was talking about the microphones that you use for that. Yeah. And I started investigating and then lo and behold, Between Music emerged. That's how you found them? That's oh how my I gosh, found that's them. That's so cool. That's yeah. even cooler. So when they perform live, do they have like big tanks yeah. like of water that they yeah. go into yeah the whole band or each the whole band, band member the, each band member so there's the stage tank. there's the stage what and the then there's heck? five tanks tanks what? and then they're each inside oh my gosh and this the videos so cool. oh y'all have so much fun watching the videos they so they do have to you know sometimes <laughs> of course, come up for air, but yeah. it's a, it's a tank. So they can easily just, you know, get some air, but, what? um, the singers, it's so weird watching the singers cause they're, they're making sound come out, but they can't breathe in when they're underwater. Smoke. It's wild. wild. Yes. Oh my gosh. I've never heard of anything like that yeah. before. Yeah. That is so cool.
So they're always underwater. That's every yeah. song. There's not some that are and some that aren't. For for this this um, aquatic sonic. Oh gosh, for it's called already. Yeah. Um, anyway, this performance, it's all underwater. It's all underwater. Um, but they are now currently expanding to do other things. Like I just oh saw gosh. a little snippet of them doing something in a desert. Um, that's totally different. But for this performance, yes, hundred percent underwater. Are they touring? Around the world? So or? they were touring at the end of 2021. Okay. Because I definitely looked. Yeah. And I do, they don't have anything planned or that I saw. That's 2022. Oh, my gosh. I hope that but, changes soon because we got to go check that uh, out. Yes. I gotta go I'm watching for it. Okay. Believe me. Yeah, let me know. Because yeah. I know I love them already. Oh, yeah. Like, no oh, question. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing You're welcome. That. That's really cool. Um, well, we could be just done right now. Okay. Right there. All right. Because, Thanks, everyone. <laughs> and we're... Yeah. I can't top that one. Wow. <laughs> Cool. Well, my cool sheet is going to be a website and also a Chrome extension. It is called Refind. Now, if you love this podcast, you will love Refind for sure. Their tagline is get smarter every day. Um, so every day they pick seven links that make you smarter, tailored to your interests, curated from 10,000 plus sources. So you just enter your email, you pick three topics. These topics include tech, AI, better living, marketing, startups, crypto, design, digital life, productivity, science, health, business, brain, psychology, future, mental health, education, economy, mindfulness, art, leadership, society, philosophy, culture, future of work, media, climate crisis, privacy, finance, software engineer, creator, economy, equity, inclusion, uh, parenting, mobility, sleep. And then when you pick the first one, it starts to offer more suggestions more detailed into that subject so they have subject you know sub subjects of each one of those that i just read so it's pretty endless then it gives you a few suggestions of articles that you can look at when you picked your three favorite topics and then uh, if you like those you kind of give them a thumbs up but if you don't it'll it kind of starts learning the algorithm starts working and says okay this is what he likes this is what she likes doesn't like uh, and the more you interact the better your picks become you can also subscribe to a deep dive and or follow some thought leaders so deep dives you dive into a particular subject so better thinking or the science of happiness or the metaverse or the history of food is really cool um, now Deep Dives will send you one email um, every day um, with your other seven links and for X amount of days, however many that Deep Dive happens to have. Um, thought leaders mean a specific person like Mark Martin or James Clear, or it could be an, uh, kind of more like an outlet like TED or Brain Pickings, which form a cool sheet. Um, and every time, so this is great for things that you're interested in, but also if you're, in, you're curious about something that you don't know a lot about, like crypto, this would be a good way to kind of get into that. Um, every morning, 6.30 in the morning, they send you seven links. And like I said, you can customize everything. I actually have 20 every morning that get sent to me, so you can really customize it. Uh, it's just so cool, and it gets, gets better every time you use it. Refined. <laughs> Two things come to mind. First off, I want to start using this to find cool sheets. Is it seriously? <laughs> so many cool sheets come from this now. And the other thing is we could totally do this. Yeah, I mean, we yeah have, true. We have 23, they have 10,000, right? We have 2,300. <laughs> yeah. 2,500. We're on our way, 2,300. <laughs> um, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, and, well, and yeah, it, I think it did like our intro that we finally kind of ditched because we have to redo it. We talk about signing up for a newsletter <laughs> that we've never, ever sent out. And we have, I do think we have like three subscribers. Oh, I was going to say, Shout well, out no to Carly, um, and I think maybe me, and I don't know, maybe my mom. <laughs> 
John. Maybe John. <laughs> maybe John. Um, maybe one of the Johns. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, well, no one's asked us for the newsletter, but yeah, maybe that's Yeah, there's kind of a, show. yeah. <laughs> catch 22. You got to have it. People might uh-huh. start asking for it, but yeah, we haven't done that. Yes. Maybe that'll be in the future. Right now, we're going to kind of scrap that. We're going to take it out of the intro. Um, but yeah, who needs it when you got this? No it's kidding. so cool. And yeah, and it's all top publications. You know, it's Scientific America. You know, these are the ones I get. Mm. You know, uh, Nature, things like that. Psychology Today. Mm. Uh, like I said, Brain Pickings, Mark Martin, things like that. Um, and just each topic. And yeah, every time I find it interesting. And in and every day you can say, oh, I didn't really like that one. Don't send me anything about Ukraine. Oh, I'm tired. You know, yes, Ukraine is important, the war, but I don't want to hear about it first thing in the morning. You know, if that's what you don't don't like, then you can just put, you know, no thanks this time. And then mm. it will learn that and stop sending you things like yeah. that, sending you more about brain science or crypto or whatever you're interested in. So yeah. it's super cool, especially because it's so customizable and everything and free, totally free. Wow. So, so great. I love it. Yeah. Thank you. You're very welcome. So if you want to learn more about Refind or about Between Music, you can go to 10bestest.com slash Between Music and find out more. My cool sheet is conglomeration of art and science, and this is an amazing contest I'm going to tell you about. While many scientists worldwide always, each year, they wait excitedly for the results of the Nobel Prize winners each year, there's a subcategory of us that wait excitedly for the outcome of another prize in our fields, and this is called the Dance Your PhD Contest. This is super fun. It's an innovative annual contest. It was created in 2008, and it invites scientists to interpret their dissertations through movement, and then capture this artistic teaching through video. The winners don't just use movement creativity, and they don't just explain the research clearly, but they must intertwine the two creatively in order to win. And according to one of the Dance Your PhD judges, she said, the science enhances the dance, and the dance enhances the science. And I just love this so much. The contest is divided into four categories, biology, chemistry, physics, and social sciences. And it is judged by a panel of esteemed dancers, scientists, and artists. Each category winner receives a prize of $750, and the overall winner receives an additional $2,000. So definitely worth doing, not only that, just for fun. It sounds amazing. The overall winner for 2022 was Povila Simonas, who submitted his work in the biology category. This Lithuanian scientist created a colorful, really colorful, you should watch this video, and clever interpretation of the electric stimulation of yeast using, this is what he used and made it so awesome. He used these mouth-watering baked rolls that were going into the oven, and he had other people dancing to emulate the yeast cells. Really fun lyrics for this completely new song he wrote, and music to go along with the scientific explanations and dancing. You got to check this out if you want to learn and have fun while doing it. Check out this year's and all the past years Dance Your PhD Contest. Ah, oh, this is so great. Yeah. For all those people that think that scientists are a little too stuffy or fuddy-duddy yes. or whatever yes. intellect, 
This is so much fun. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Oh my gosh. And you know what's wild is this is so similar to a cool sheet that I'm going to talk about in another two or three on this episode. Oh, interesting. So if you're on YouTube, it's going to be like two or three videos from now. Okay. But in the podcast, it's going to be just coming up. It's, it reminds me so much I of I love this. it. Okay, yeah, it's cool. I can't cool. wait. But this sounds really fun. So yeah. Awesome. That's really cool. We should start a whole movement of PhD just simulating an interpretive dance of yeah. lessons, yeah. science lessons. Like how cool would that be? That's got to be like a TikTok channel that would oh, blow for up. Sure. I would think, for sure. You know sure. what? I Yeah, I had an idea for molecular vibrations and making a whole YouTube series on it. Yeah. And I just never have done it. So maybe it's time. Yeah. Maybe it's time. I mean, that'd be cool to like get your kids, maybe the oh, kids yeah. would be involved in doing oh, it. Oh, totally. And have this, t- like, yeah. I mean, TikTok's all about dance. Yep. And then also kind of learning stuff sometimes. Yep. So mix the two, you got a winner. Yeah. Oh, oh, cool. That's hilarious. Okay, that's so cool. Well, thank you so much for You're sharing. You're welcome. My cool sheet is going to be a YouTube channel, and this is a twofer. You're getting two for one on this one because uh, they, they correspond to the same subject, and it's Quick Ass Tutorials um, and Jevin Dovey's YouTube channel. Uh, they're both about flying drones. So I love flying drones. I love capturing the footage with permission, of course, but uh, that unique angle that you get in the perspectives that are just insanely um, either expensive in the past or just impossible without a drone. And I got into it actually pretty late, even though I've been a professional video producer for gosh, 18 years now or so. Um, I just never, I was always kind of intimidated by flying a drone and also the cost of drones. Now the good news is they're getting cheaper every day and they're getting easier to pilot. Now I can't stress enough, you need to follow the FAA rules. Be smart and safe and don't ruin it for the rest of us, please. Um, but when I did want to get started, I went to YouTube to accelerate my learning. And there are tons of amazing how-to drone channels out there. Tons of them. There's so many good ones. Um, but my two favorites were Quick Quickass Tutorials by Alex Harris and Jevin Dovies. Now, Quickass Tutorials, just that. They're quick, they cut out all the fluff, and they bring you good information fast. That is one thing, if you know YouTube a lot, a lot of people kind of drone on and they talk about what they're gonna talk about, and then they talk about the steps and what you're gonna learn, and then they, it's like five minutes in before they even get to it. Not this guy. Alex gets right to it, I love it. He's licensed drone operator, a camera operator, editor, motion graphic artist for 11 plus years, so he knows what he's talking about. Some of his video samples are Mavic 3 drama summarized, in my opinion, changing. It's under three minutes. DJI Mini 2 settings, uh, only a checklist for pro quality, eight minutes, five killer ideas for drone videos in 2022, six minutes. Uh, so good. He has so many good ones. Now, Jevin, what I really like about his videos, and this seems really silly, but he has a picture of the controller and he shows you which direction to push each button. So go up on the left side and to the right on the left on the right side and that will do this move. So a lot of people talk about different moves to do but he actually gives you a visual representation and that really helped me when I was first learning and I to tell you the truth I still kind of like to use it now because I can focus on the move and what it looks like and practice that move without thinking about which is up and down. Pretty soon that becomes like instinct, but it was really good in the beginning. Definitely check out these two YouTube channels, Quick Ass Tutorials and Jevin Dovey. I loved uh, your little, I don't know if you meant to do this, the pun. Some people drone <laughs> on and on. Oh, that's funny. 
<laughs> but I know I love hearing how they that distilling it down. Like you said, Alex does. Yeah. That's so important to have yeah. videos that do that. Some people do want the person who drones on and on, like if they yeah. want to slow, but sometimes you just got to get in there. So yeah, when you just want like quick information, you don't have a ton of time. You want to just get out and get yeah. flying. Not yeah. spend. Now I will say that Jevin, he has some that are over an hour long, some mm. really in depth. Like this is from A to Z. Here's a hundred different drum moves from beginner to advanced. Or here's like, you know, when you're first starting off, mm. how to checklist, how to do everything. So if you want in depth, Jevin's definitely your guy for that. And he has quick ones too. But if you want just the quick stuff, I go to both of these. They're just two of my favorites. And like I said, there's probably at least four or five more that are in my favorites, but mm. these were like my top yeah, two top, for top. like, I mean, they're all really good these days, which is awesome. But these two are the, my two favorites for Excellent. sure. So. Yeah. Well, thank you. You're and welcome. if you want to learn more about drones, and I might maybe just to watch these, even if you're not a drone operator learning how to do it, it might be cool to see how they the do footage. it. footage. I mean, the drone footage, footage is always cool exactly. to watch. Exactly. So you can check that out and all of our cool sheets at 10bestest.com slash between music to find out anything about this episode. My cool sheet is science. I am going to be talking about the water splitting reaction. Okay, let me backtrack a little bit. In episode 56, I talked about photosynthesis, which is essentially an amazing process where light energy is converted into chemical potential energy stored into the form of sugars and carbohydrates in plants. I touched upon in that episode, humans attempts at mimicking this incredible process, especially because light is such a plentiful source of energy and we do need fuel in order to feed our insatiable human desire for energy, especially in the United States. I wanna make a little side comment here. If everyone on planet Earth used as much energy as we do in the United States, we would need five Earths to supply the energy we need. Okay, that said, here's the deal. We have two essential ingredients on planet Earth to solve at least one of our major energy crises. What do we have a lot of? One thing is sunlight. In one hour, there is enough energy from sunlight that hits the Earth to power our planet for one entire year. What's the other thing we have a lot of? That is covering 70% of the Earth's surface. That is water. And yes, over 95% of Earth's water is in the oceans. And that is a problem for drinking water. But for what I'm talking about, it is no problem at all. The water splitting reaction. Okay, so here's the deal. There's water, H2O. This is a molecule made of hydrogen and oxygen. With an input of energy, such as electricity, one can easily split H2O into its separate components, hydrogen, and oxygen in their elemental form. Oxygen, non-toxic byproduct floats away, but the hydrogen, clean burning fuel. When hydrogen is burned, there are no carbon emissions. Only water is released and we get lots of energy from it. So instead of using electricity to split water, we can use sunlight to drive this reaction. And there are lots of scientists doing this and it is really making headway. So here we go, the water splitting reaction. Oh, this is hilarious because as I was like very quickly putting the notes into our system here, I thought it was the water spitting reaction. So like spit take or something. Like someone tells a joke. And, oh, and that's I'm like, well, you so... know, that, that might be interesting. 
I don't know what the science about that is and how you're going to talk about that for two minutes, but uh, I'm all for it. I love, I the spit love it. Water so I love- spitting reaction, like totally reaction. Oh, that's good. That's good. But this is also very interesting. Probably more interesting than the other so. one. <laughs> no, this is really cool. Gosh, and the statistics you had about the U.S. and how much mm-hmm. energy. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. 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 Fun fact, those statistics I gave in my TED talk that I gave in December. Oh, very cool. Yes. Yeah. So I did, I I took a little, a couple of those ideas from that, but, um, but yeah, this, I'm really, um, talking about this water splitting reaction. That's, it's just amazing. It's kind of mind blowing really. Yeah, absolutely. It's my favorite chemical reaction. It's so easy. Yeah. There's water, there's hydrogen, there's oxygen, and then the repercussions are just enormous. Gosh, yeah. Let's start doing more of that. Yeah. Yeah. Now, if we could just harness the spit take, we'd really... Yes! (laughs) Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. I'm going to be talking about a human, and this human is Mimi Choi. Uh, Mimi is a Vancouver-based professional makeup artist. Her her illusionary work has garnered international attention, including 1.7 million Instagram followers, and that's how I found her. Uh, She graduated from Blanche McDonald Center in 2014. She was born in Macau in the southeast coast of China. Uh, She immigrated to Canada with her parents in the mid-90s, where she now practices and teaches her craft. She started her illusionary work from waking up during... Um, like during sleep and she was like in the sleep paralysis where you can't move and she was having these nightmare hallucinations she would see figures hovering over her or spiders crawling all over the walls um, in her room and it was really freaking her out so she started to express these nightmare visions by transforming her face into these incredible 3d 3d illusions that quickly went viral and they actually made her nightmare stop. So she continued to express this art to curb her nightmares. Now her work, it is so hard to explain. When you're watching on YouTube, I'll at least throw up a couple graphics that you can show, Um, but it's just like, it's all on her face. It's 3D. Um, like, you know, those 3D, um, like street art. I think I talked about this one time where it looks like really depth, like there's a big hole in her face, or maybe she has six eyes and five lips, but they're all like crooked around her body. Uh, it's just so hard to explain explain but it's so worth checking out it's some of the best work i've ever seen i i follow a lot of this um, kind of again being in video and film i already like makeup artists and how they do different things and this and i love art and special effect art like this so it's all the things i love and hers is top notch and then what's really cool on instagram is she'll show the still and then she if you swipe to the right to the next one it shows video so maybe she has five eyes on her but then she'll open her eyes and then like one of the lips is an eye and her other eye opens and the eyeball opens into another eyeball it's wild definitely check out Mimi Choi I cannot cannot, (laughs) clearly I cannot wait yes I cannot wait and I'm gonna pull it up because I can't even like explain how good that is I have to show you like (gasps) that's what you were talking about isn't that insane like her work is so crazy so we're looking at different things that she's done this is like people all interweaved in her body like all of these different bodies on her face you can't even see her her nose yeah you don't even know where parts of her body is this like look at that 
So it looks like her, like half of her face, just one eyeball and part of her brain is there. Oh my god! And the gosh. rest of her top is gone, but that's all makeup. So check oh. that out when she starts moving around. Whoa. <laughs> like unbelievable stuff. I'm sorry if you're just hearing this on the radio yeah. and you can't even see our reactions, but you have to go to her. And of course, all this will be on links. Yeah. It's, it's mind blowing. Like just some of the best stuff I've seen. Like how? Like I want to see that. I don't even. Oh. Like what the heck? It's like so creepy and so awesome, and yeah, I can't what even. The? Wow. No, you have. Yeah. It's, so, it's yeah. the best. She's the best. So check out Enjoy. For Thank sure. Thank you. You're very welcome. Dang, that is wild <laughs> stuff. Amazing. Yes. Amazing artist. Okay, well, if you want to check out Mimi Choi and everything else that we've talked about, go to tenbestest.com slash between music. My Cool Sheet is a book. This is called Create Dangerously, The Power and Responsibility of the Artist. And it is by Albert Camus, translated by Sandra Smith. Albert Camus, one of the most well-known philosophers of the 20th century. Some of his best-known works include The Stranger, which is a great example of his philosophical leanings towards absurdism, humans' futile attempts at finding meaning in our lives. His huge swath of books and plays landed him the Nobel Prize in Literature in 1957, three years before he tragically died at the age of 46. But this book, Create Dangerously, is not one of his best-known works at all. It comes from a lecture he gave in 1957, the year he got the Nobel Prize, and has been published as a small book that is amazingly relevant to us today, both in our consideration of art as well as artists' and creators' places in the media. This tiny book is so meaty, and so I want to describe some of it. I'd love to describe the whole thing, but I can't, so I'll touch on just a few nuggets. And one of the things he says right out of the gate, he says, art is a deceitful luxury, and states right off the bat and goes deeper into this idea and fleshes it out on several levels, digging in and bringing us to a place and things we haven't thought about before, possibly. Another statement, uh, something he said, I'll paraphrase it. Art is both rejection and acceptance at the same time, which allows for it to be perpetually torn apart. So in this statement, he's making several points and probably more that I don't even, I didn't even catch. Uh, but one of them is that we will always need art. Yes. One thing that many people say that is that uh, it's all been done. But from Camus' standpoint, art will always be seen differently, will always be disregarded by the critics and based by the, the fans, and will be pondered by the intellectuals, or it will be simply felt by those who engage with it. This book is such a beautiful little thing. If, you're, if you haven't read any Albert Camus, I would say this is a great place to start. Create dangerously. Uh, well, this is cool. I have not heard, uh, read anything. From Albert, so okay. I will check it out. Yes, for sure. And he says tiny. Did you just like how tiny are we talking? Like it's a... thin and it's small. Okay. So I meant to bring it and I forgot, but yeah. it's um, yeah. It's a little thing. So it's a little thing, but I will say when I read it, like I, I read it slowly, mm. and I don't. You could read it in one sitting, like easy peasy. Sure. But it's one of those things where you would. 
Because I love to think about, wow, he wrote this, or he said it, it was a speech, in 1957. And what mm -hmm. was the world like then? And then how is that now? And how has it been in between? And how has it been before? And what is it going to be like in the future? There's just so much to think about. Yeah, and just to think about one of those little passages and really, yeah, ponder each meaning of everything. Kind of like um, that's how I was doing one of Derek Cyber's books. Yes, I was, I was reading one chapter. It's only one or two pages per uh -huh. chapter, but I would just read one a day and like really think about it. Yeah. And just like, live with that chapter for that day and see how it would change even over the day mm -hmm. how i would think about it differently so it sounds like you could really do something oh, like, for a, sure. a, like a piece of work like this so, yeah ah, i can't wait to check yeah, it out it's powerful ah, i can't wait i will definitely get it excellent michael she i'm going to be talking about a TikTok account and this is smack mccraner smack sarah mccraner aka smack um, is in her 20s and she's from Brisbane, Brisbane, Australia. I'll get that. <laughs> and if you don't immediately fall in love after watching just one of Smack's videos, then you might want to check your pulse. She is the perfect mix of beauty and humor and talent. And she immediately had me smitten. And it wasn't just me because she immediately won the hearts of all four judges during her audition of So You Think You Can Dance, winning four golden tickets. I'm not totally sure what that is, but I'm pretty sure that it's a good thing and they don't do it all the time. Um, now her dance style, she has a lot of talent. She is trained, but she blends in the wackiest humor. So she actually got TikTok famous with her interpretive dance. This is uh, relating to Karen's previous cool sheet of hydraulic machinery smashing things so there's a whole video uh, YouTube genre where it's just watching things get smashed with hydraulic equipment people just like that for some reason well what she would do is she would split the screen on TikTok and show that happening and then she would be that thing getting crushed so if it was a, a red shampoo bottle like a solid red she'd be in solid red and then she would you know the hydraulic press would start going down and she'd start with her face and then it would explode and she'd be like, ah, and she'd just freak out. Or if it would squash, she'd do the splits and get super flat. And it was just so hilarious. It got her really, really popular. Um, but And then she, now she's changed it up a little bit because she couldn't do that the whole time. Although she has tons of videos. Definitely check those out. But then she would do different beats of each song. So she'd be like the drums and she'd kind of shake around to the beat. And then it'd be the guitar and she'd do a little different dance and then she'd duplicate herself, you know, or it'd be her friends. She's so creative. They, this one person called her the Lucille Ball of Dance, and it's a perfect nickname for her. I just love her so much. Definitely check out Smack. I love this. I am going to love this. Yeah. I've never seen it, but it's just such up my alley, like that creativity and the, yeah. and the dance. Yeah, and, she definitely ah, she doesn't cool. take herself seriously. Mm, I love but it. you can also tell that she's super talented mm. and definitely knows what she's doing in both things, in comedy and professional dance, which is a very, uh, two very hard things to do, but then to blend them together, yeah. you don't see a ton of like comedy dance like that and pulled off as well as she does. And she's just, like I said, she's so delightful when she does talk and on her TikTok account. And she has, of course, that lovely Australian yes, accent. Of course. And, oh my gosh. And she, of course, she's very cute. She's a redhead who doesn't love redheads. And uh, she's just great in every possible way. I love, I love it. it. I love yeah. it. <laughs> and it's Brisbane is, Brisbane. How, is okay. how they say it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for us Americans, it looks like Brisbane. Come on, yeah. what's the problem? <laughs> yeah. No, but say Brisbane. <laughs> and I'm probably still not even saying it right. Right. <laughs>
That's amazing. All right. Thank you. You're I'm going to check welcome. that out. <laughs> and for any of our cool sheets you're interested in finding more about, you can go to 10bestest.com slash between music. My cool sheet is a tool. I, I, I couldn't think of what it is, but it is a calendar. Okay, so let me give you a little backstory. I'm part of an astronomy club, and when daylight savings was upon us, there was this huge discussion in our chat about the whole thing, about the time switching, and people, including me, were, were throwing ideas around and talking about its history, and of course I mentioned the article that I discussed in episode 216, and other people throwing their two cents about how they they don't like it, some of them hate it, uh, some talked about how it's a scam to make more money, or how the whole United States should be on the same time zone, I disagree, but in any case, my favorite part of this discussion was when one of the participants told us about the International Fixed Calendar, which I had never heard of. So I looked it up and it is very interesting. The International Fixed Calendar is a proposed calendar reform that was designed by someone named Moses B. Cotsworth and first presented in 1902. The subdivision of the year is very regular and it is very systematic. Each month has exactly four weeks, 28 days to them. There are therefore 13 months. The extra month he called Sol and he put them in between June and July. Every day of the month falls on the same weekday in each month every year. So for example, the 17th always falls on a Tuesday. Every year still has the exact same number of weeks, 52 weeks and um, other intricacies, but that's the gist of it. So there was a huge push in 1923 by a group to have it adopted worldwide. This did fail, obviously. Uh, nevertheless, this was also, I had no, no idea. Entrepreneur George Eastman of Eastman Kodak, he applied it at Eastman Kodak Company, and it was used there within the company and all of their systems from 1928 until 1989. I sort of like how ours bounces around, but I found this really fascinating to learn about. The International Fixed Calendar. Whoa, now this sounds vaguely familiar, like I have heard about this one time, but uh, I actually really like it. Uh, I, could like how I could dig that. Regular yeah. it is, I uh -huh. love, I love having, yeah, that way you just wouldn't have to think, oh, you the would not have 17th to think. is always on a Tuesday. Yep. You know, like think about scheduling, like, oh, that concert, what day is that concert on? Oh, it's on a... On the 17th, you know, that could mean anything. Yeah. That could so be a Saturday, 20th, that could be a, you know, yeah. it could be a Tuesday, but you would always know, like, I don't know, I would love that. I'm yeah, a, yeah, yeah. I'm all for you it. You know, so what came to mind for me is it's like, oh, I kind of like it when my birthday hops around and sometimes it's on a Friday oh, and that's Saturday. That's true. You're, if you so had that where your birthday was always on a Wednesday yeah, or something, exactly. or a Monday or whatever. It'd yeah, be that like, man. <laughs> but the people that had it on the weekend yes. would be like, woo. Every single year, yeah, I got the Friday, Friday birthday. Friday, Saturday yeah. would be the, the two best birthdays that all the rest would be yeah. like. Yeah. Right. That's so, true. I guess that's all right. But... Right now, I, I'm not into partying on my birthday anyway, so uh, yeah. I'm all for it. But they like did. The schedule of, of it. Yeah, they give all these good reasons for it that would save money and just simplicity and mm -hmm. um, like academic calendars. Oh, yeah. They would always start on the same day and there wouldn't be all this weird juggernaut yeah. whatever oh, happening. Yeah. I can't even imagine the financial impact on that kind of stuff. This probably we don't even know how, how mm -hmm. dramatic it would be and how, how good it would change it, but... Yeah, yeah we, we hate to do things that make sense sometimes. I know. 
like I said, yeah, the people at the birthdays would probably throw a fit. And that yeah, was it. That, that's it pretty ever. much it. Yeah. Ooh, I wonder what mine would be. I think I'm on. I'd be on a Tuesday. Oh yeah, we'd have to because it's probably defined. Oh okay. Yeah. So I think I'm assuming cool. Sunday's first, Monday's second, oh, Tuesday's sure. third. Could be. Yeah. So. That's very cool. And it's going to be super interesting to see what happens about daylight saving. Uh, yes. Passed in the Senate. I can't yep. believe it. Yep. Um, so now the House would still have to pass it and the president would have to sign off. Uh -huh. But it might finally happen. That's wild. It's looking really promising well, for the first time in a long time. You know what so was really we'll interesting is the group I talked about that I'm in. I was in the minority. They all want standard time to I, be. You know, I thought everybody wanted daylight saving. And then all of a sudden, when they were finally talking about how they might, uh -huh. and then all of a sudden, like all these people came out of nowhere. And I, I don't know. I think people just like to argue sometimes, I Maybe. swear, or it's a little <laughs> something. I don't know what's going on these days, but I was like, where were you all? Like, I've talked about this every year, uh -huh. all the time. Uh -huh. And, and no one, even the people that are like, nope, I don't want it. And I'm like, so you like going home at five o'clock when it's pitch black? No. Well, that would change that. Oh. Yeah, I don't want it. <laughs> oh, okay, touche. Good, good reasoning. Anyway, yeah, that's a whole other thing. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. My cozy is going to be an article. This article is 100 Ways to Slightly Improve Your Life Without Really Trying. Uh, this is an article from The Guardian. Now, I love lists like these, but I kind of hesitated to talk about it because I've done some that are similar. And actually, I've probably read a lot that are similar and I didn't want to keep talking about it. But, and it. but it came up in so many of my favorite newsletters that I get for, for the show. In fact, Refined, it was on there for sure. I remember seeing it there. Then finally, a recommendo uh, talked about it last Sunday, which is a formal cool sheet on episode 175. Uh, and I was like, all right, I'll finally check it out and look at it. And guess what? Everybody was right. There's a reason why it's on every single newsletter that I get. Uh, what, and what, I, what separates itself from the rest of these kinds of lists is the without really trying part. And I really like that. I love the idea of making tiny adjustments in your life to make big changes with your production, your health, your happiness. I love that idea, these kind of uh, micro changes. And in fact, that's kind of like Atomic Habits, which I finally read and maybe I'll talk about later in the future. Uh, he talks a lot about that, changing these little things to, to cause bigger habits in your life. Um, so. Here are some of the ones, some of my favorite ones. Exercise on Monday night. Nothing fun happens on Monday night. I love that. <laughs> um, on the fence, on fence what, on, about what to purchase, wait 72 hours before you buy it. I actually kind of talked about this and I talked about waiting 30 days. So if you can't wait 30 days, if that seemed way too crazy for you, at least wait 72 hours before you buy it. See if it's an impulse buy or something you actually think about a lot. Uh, send a voice note instead of a text. Sounds like little personal mini podcasts. I love this, of course, because we have a podcast. And for once, I finally did it to Karen. Karen used to send me those uh, every once in a while, and I really liked them, but I never did them back for whatever reason. I just was in my little text brain, and that's all I could do. But I love it, and I did it, and it was cool. Uh, always bring ice to house parties. There's never enough ice. Sharpen your knives. Do, uh, don't be weird about um, how to stack the dishwasher. Such a good one. And it is super easy. Uh, be polite to rude strangers. It's oddly thrilling. I love that one. There's so many more. I've already run out of time. There's, like I said, over 100. Um, 100 ways to slightly improve your life without really trying. I'm going to love reading this yeah, one. Yeah, it's so good. 
And you're right. Like some of them are things I've either tried or I do, but there's a twist to them. Yes, here. absolutely. Yeah. Or yeah, I like that. It does. It since it's maybe it's because it's the Guardian and it's got that UK like mm. kind of British slant to it. That's a little bit snarky, a little bit drier. But hilarious. I yeah. love it. Uh, yeah. And it's just a good reminder. Even as these things, yeah, I know I should sharpen my knives. I know I should do some of these things, you know, get up and get up a little bit earlier and learn something new for the day, whatever it is. But just to look at this list again, and it's a hundred, so you can just pick one. It's like, ah, oh, I'm going to do this yeah. this week or this day or whatever. And it's cool. Yeah. Makes a big difference. All these little changes. Excellent. Well, yeah. thank you. You're very welcome. And listener, if there's anything you want to learn more about, we have all of our show notes that have links to all the wonderful things that we talk about. You can go to 10bestest.com slash between music. And thank you for joining us. It is always such a pleasure to do this with you, 10 Bestest. I'm Karen McFarlane Holman. I'm Brian Hart. And we want to invite you to rate. Give us a rating. Yeah, a review. Give us a maybe. review. But most importantly, tell your friends. Yeah. We love it if you just, if you yes. like this podcast, share it with your friends, get the word out so more people can listen to it and learn cool things. Yeah, yeah. we love doing it for you and so we would so much appreciate that. And maybe even more important, stay curious.